Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I dig in to the second week in our series entitled Peace on Earth. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching Advent uh, Edition uh, number two. Ooh. This is the second. We're talking yeah. about the second week in Advent. What, what's the total number? We must be again. Well, this is I, you know actually I just looked at uh, because I was I was listening to another podcast and so this podcast popped up uh, from last week and it uh, was last week was ninety six so this is ninety seven okay. right. so we're getting. Christmas may be our somewhere around Christmas will be our one hundred somewhere around Christmas maybe into the new year yeah it'll be it'll be really interesting um, but we were uh, in opposite places of what is typical for yeah. us you were in Vine I was in classic in this second Sunday in Advent you were um, in a robe I was in jeans you were in jeans I was in in my <laughs> big robe and um, you know obviously. I, the message you saw, I preached on the Thursday before. I want to mm-hmm. talk through how it changed between Thursday and Sunday. Ah. Not radically, but there were some additional things that were not included in the Thursday message that ended up in the Sunday message, um, as it has as happened, happens, as yeah. does happen. Um, but before we do that, last week, Paul was here in the armchair, and we talked about so you know, some of the nuance, uh, some of the, the rituals and, and things that go into the Advent season specifically. We really looked at last week the the worship services and mm. uh, those things that are particularly impactful and meaningful to him and to me um and i wonder you know if you would just share you know even if it's uh you know a personal thing because i think a lot of families and we we I know I've heard you do this. I've in, I've encouraged from the pulpit at various times people to do different things in their homes as yes. well too. So are there things in this Advent season that you find particularly impactful and meaningful as you you shift some of the the rituals that that you that yeah. you you uh, focus on? Yeah, I think it's nice that. Um you know, the the holiday de- holiday decorations, Christmas decorations. I've saw pictures, by the way, of your of your uh, you, yes. you, you guys go. We go, you go Clark Griswold on us we on the outside, especially all those big. lights on yes. the outside. Yes, yes. But I think that kind of a shift. We don't do nearly as much as that, but we we do make that shift inside yeah. of our homes. The shift itself almost like it changes the atmosphere of your of your space. And already, and the minute you're putting that out, I'm, I know I'm looking at your little Christmas tree on your desk right now. Yeah, see, I, I, people don't know. I, I decorate yeah, my my he, office. He's good to go. Well, in here. Too. Yeah, I didn't bring my Gator Snowman back in here. I, you should. I, I should bring that back in. You should not. But, not in this office. You no, keep no, it, it would your, not. Keep it, it, would, in your it would melt in this office. I think. <laughs> 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 but uh, but you know we I'm, you know you're putting out we have so many it's like our Chrismons tree in the mm-hmm. sanctuary if you don't know know this that that Chrismons tree I think we're going to put an insert in the one of these worship guides soon just to say all those symbols that are on that tree have Christian meaning to it. Yeah. And so as I'm putting out symbols in my home, we have the non-Christian meaning, but we have the, the symbols out there. But we have we have the, the symbols on the tree that have Christian meaning. Each time I feel like, I feel like that, oh yeah, okay, I'm getting settled into mm-hmm. this season. But I think for me the the biggest thing is we have our own sort of homemade uh, Advent wreath, and we yeah. we get the replacement candles every year, and we set them up. Just this morning before coming in, I was sitting in there with the two candles lit and the mm-hmm. devotion book out, and and just just contemplating um, 
uh, uh, the great incarnation to put yeah. it that way, contemplating what this what this season is really all about. Because mm-hmm. I do find myself thinking a lot about um, all of the cultural you know additions yeah. that happen around around christmas and and mourning the fact that that that's for so many people that they they they're more and more trying to strip out the the christian symbolism mm-hmm. in the center of it all but i find myself just really reengaging with that christian center mm-hmm. at, with, with all of that with all of that so that's me so pers- and then just to be able to sit down with seal my wife and and uh, and have a devotion time if the mm-hmm. kids are around or grandkids around to have that as well so all those are just great personal practices in our homes that that are all about that condition of my heart and readying me for what christmas is all about well you know it's funny that you because i you know typically i i don't know that people and i'm glad you brought this up because i think i think it really is uh, it's important for people to understand why they do what they do and i and uh you know you bring up you know the decorations and the internal and and how that and and i think for people some some christians they look at that and they say well that's really so secular and you know you really be more austere but but i'm with you i to me i think it there is a there 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 is a uh, an atmospheric change just yeah. when you make those kind of decorations and 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 you think the outside of our home is Christmasy you should see the inside <laughs> I, I, we have uh, many many Christmas trees in our house but 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 for for me and not to over spiritualize it because it's it is pretty and but but for me it also it is symbolic of how Christ invades um, our space and how mm-hmm. the incarnation—it nice. was such a. Now that's you know that's pastor talk, right? No, <laughs> so, that's good pastor talk, though. I like that because he does he does invade yeah. our space, and when we when we ma- when we mark that with a visible change yeah. in in our space, and it, re- it reminds us of that. Well, and and, and I think to one, of, I you know I, I did a class uh, my doctorate that was really focused on. Um, the the people people's longing for a sense of transcendence you know mm. the sense of sacredness and how more and more societally there's this flattening out of of you know what what used to be considered transcendent sacred is now you know more imminent and common and ordinary and and what's what's what happens as a result is people resonate more and more with the special and the unique and the mm. sacred and 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 to even mark you know one of the the great gifts that we have in the church is this 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 liturgical calendar yeah. where we say you know there is there is ordinary time but but then there's time where we need to focus differently than we do and we mark that with candles yeah. and and we do an advent lighting in my house too we are we do ours at night uh when, when everything is all glowy and mm. you know um, but but to me I, every time i look at at the, the the trees and the garland and the lights and there, there's so much symbolism about life and light and and mm. for me it it really it's married to that the concept of some of the very things that we've been preaching at, yeah. about and things that we preach about every single season which is Christ in coming to this earth you know taking the glories of heaven and and exchanging that for you know ruddy manger <laughs> And then, but bringing light into the middle of all that, I yeah. just I, I love that. Well, that's I love that. great. And yeah, you know, I've never thought this thought till this conversation. But um, but when we talk about that, the 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 decorating that transforms a space and changes the atmosphere of a of a room, um, 
you know, and if you think about it, in, in the best of the Sabbath-keeping mindsets and practices, that's exactly what the yeah. Sabbath is all about. The, 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 the Lord's Day is intended to have an atmospheric shift, to call it, to yeah. use that phrase again, but it's intended to have some, some different qualities about it that you know that there is something transcendent about this day. There is something about Christ invading us mm-hmm. in the day, and, and, and I never thought this thought that, that, that what we do at, during Advent is a whole season of that yeah. type of you know, sort of Sabbath set-apartness, if I yeah. make it a verb. <laughs> set-apartness, yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's and, – and, and I, I, I love this season. I love the buildup. Um, I love and, – and I even, you know, getting the decorations down. I mean, we have we have everything up in our attic and getting all that stuff down. There, there are times where I think, man, is it really yeah. worth all this trouble? You know, my wife – does the lion's share of the actual decorating. My my big part is getting everything you're, down you're out the, of the you're attic. You're the pack mule. <laughs> yeah, and, and then putting things back up. She does all the decorating, really. Um, we, we kind of add touches, and when she says, you know, put something here, and then we'll, we'll decorate the Christmas tree, the main tree together. But But when it's all done, you know, thinking about how much effort it took to get it to that point, but when it's all done – you breathe and go, man. If we didn't have this, it wouldn't feel yeah, the same. It wouldn't, and it, same. it wouldn't. It wouldn't have that sense. And your of, kids are going to have that for, yeah. for the rest of their life, and your yeah. neighbors are going to, you know, be, be they, they react to it. People drive my react to it. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they, they maybe think you're crazy, but they, <laughs> but but they're not. They're, they're, our neighborhood does get. I mean, we have folks that really. You think ours? I mean, we <laughs> we drove around the other night just to some of the neighbors on the other side of our neighborhood, and I was like, man, they're going over the top. Huh? They are. Well, we're 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 for it, man. Yeah, we're we're absolutely. here for it. We're we're here for it. We're here for it. And hilarious, some... hilarious book, by the way, by, by uh, John Grisham called Skipping Christmas. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and don't re- watch the movie version of it. Just read the book on it because it's about people who did had a neighborhood like that. Yeah. And they didn't do those things. And then also they needed to at the last minute. And it's just hilarious how that all turns out. But, There's some neighborhoods here in Lakeland that get like that, too. Yeah. Um, that whole block does it and it becomes like a thing. And yeah, so it's a lot of fun. I encourage people to always drive around, even if they're. Just sometimes I hate to admit it. Sometimes I'll do it even if it's just me. The kids aren't in the car because yeah. it just it means a lot. Um, this week, you know, we were in the second week in our series the and peace the, candle, the, peace the, week. the peace candle. We were looking specifically at two passages: Ephesians two eleven through twenty two. Not typically a Christmas passage, no, but no. or an Advent passage, but definitely one that focuses on peace. And then looking at Isaiah nine six and seven, which is a great messianic prophecy that um, that uh, that 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 definitely um, is used around Christmas time mm-hmm. and put around Christmas time and and you know you kicked off and I loved it that how you kicked off your message this past week talking about the Artemis rocket. Uh, it was interesting because Paul last week uh, referenced the. Uh, the the Gaia exhibit the the Earth the the gigantic to scale uh, model Earth that is kind of traveling around Europe right now that's lit from the inside and just the impact of it you you mentioned the the space uh, kind of narrative and 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 it's funny because it's it's something that's going to come up in my sermon not this Sunday but probably the next Sunday uh, but one of the quotes that you you know the quote that you you jumped off with was this I this the the how 
incredibly powerful it is that God stepped foot on yeah. the earth. You know, in reference to man setting foot on the moon, God setting foot on the earth. And we'll and, have to update that when incredible how that is that man set foot on Mars. You yeah, know, we'll have to update oh my that gosh, the, yeah. I won't be alive for that, but uh, maybe our kids, maybe <laughs> my kids, maybe my kids will be. Uh, but the whole idea was though you, you use that as the jumping off point to say, well, why? You know, and yeah. the idea to bring peace. So as you're as you're kind of looking through the Ephesians 2 passage, the Isaiah 9 passage, what were the real carryovers that you were wanting to bring out uh, in, in, in the message, especially as it relates to this second uh, yeah. Sunday in Advent? Well, I, the one thing I, I wanted to – I really wanted to do, make sure it came out, was that um, – Absence of wars and absence of conflicts is is an important thing, and it is a, it is a, a an eventual result of the the, the peaceable kingdom yeah. you know, at at some point. But it is not the bulk of the what is in view when the when the declaration of peace is is made in in the scripture. And so, yeah. and I think we get that wrong. Uh, but frankly, I think mm-hmm. we get that wrong a lot. And uh, and we we think that that peace on earth means uh, you know that that we're that there's no more war in the Ukraine. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think that that the the peace that is in view will ultimately, were it to be sort of fully manifested, would lead to that. But that is not the peace that was in view. So I want to make sure that it was this peace, this idea of forgiveness of sins mm-hmm. and the barrier that sin had created, was that was in fact the issue. And I want to come at that as many ways as I could to, to communicate that. Yeah, and was interesting too in my in my message, the recorded message that did not come out. The whole the whole idea of the difference between that like you like you said the 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 beauty queen world peace idea and the peace that Christ offers but in the in the the live messages one of the things i did spend some time on especially in the 1030 service was um you know the difference between the peace that Jesus offers and the peace that the world, you know, the world organizations like the United Nations are are going after, Good. and and the the peace of Jesus Christ is not an absence of conflict. Is one of the things I said. Yeah. Um. And and part of the reason it was kind of important because one of the things I'm doing during Advent talk about shifting time is in the Bible study that I teach on Sunday morning we're shifting to an Advent focus for this this oh, season nice. and, and actually looking at the same passages that we're preaching on. So the Agape Sunday school class is getting a little bit more nice of the, leveraging there well yeah it's 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 that because you know as you and i both know you have all this all this research and stuff and you only get to use like 20 minutes of it or 25 so i'm like well, i got a whole another class i could talk about <laughs> but then one of the things too is you know we have this this declaration you, you and i both mentioned the loop to what what do the angels proclaim you know mm-hmm. glory to god in the highest and on earth peace amongst those with whom he's pleased but then and then and then jesus makes the same promise in john 14 you know and i and i mentioned this peace i leave with you my peace i give you but he says i do not give as the world gives right so what does that mean because then when you look at matthew chapter 10:38 the very thing jesus says is don't think I've come to bring peace. He yeah. says, I didn't bring, come to bring, bring peace. Bring a sword. I came yeah. to bring a sword. And so then the, 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 the question mark that comes in the minds of people that don't really – it's like, well, okay, well, in one case it's Jesus brings peace, in one case – in the other case he doesn't. So what does that mean? Good. So in the 1030 service, I kind of unpacked that a little bit more nice. to say, well, no, 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 because Jesus is dealing with the root cause of all conflict, which is our sin and our shame. Yeah. And sometimes dealing with the sin and the shame 
creates other types of conflict. Yeah. Uh, so that was one of those things as you're and 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 for Jesus, he, uh, you know, I think it was an almost an act of care on his part to say that he didn't come to bring peace to bring his sword because who is who is the division between yeah. family members? If you come to the Lord and you begin following Him, you're going to be at odds with with yeah. family members. Almost an act of care, saying. Be ready. Be ready for that. Because your family is going to be upset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's still a reality. If a, if a, if a Muslim were to cr- uh, convert to uh, to Christianity t- to this day. It would be. The, uh, uh, all the way up to hostility, you know, oh, abuse, yeah. and death uh, can be yeah. uh, on uh, on the line. Yeah. And and we one of the things that we you tackled, especially in Ephesians 2, I tackled the same thing, is that, you know, because Christ brings us this 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 peace in our souls, which I think is the the language that you used, it does heal some divisions, but it's within the household of God. All these yeah. different dividing walls uh, that that the the church uh, the church represents yeah. the ultimate. Uh, conclu- you know, uh, breaking down of the dividing wall of hostility yeah. between us and God, but then between us and others in the church. And, and I so wanted to tell the story of going to Russia. This is one of those editing room floors, and going to Russia and and, and speaking to uh, the you know the United States historical enemies. Yeah. And but I'm in a Russian church with other Russian Presbyterian Christian mm-hmm. believers, and telling them that you're not my enemies, and just it's the same thing. We've tried to create this dichotomy of us and us and them. Jews and Gen- Jews and Gentiles in, in their case, and 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 Jesus, and he's just saying Jesus has knocked that wall of dividing wall of hostility down. Yeah, it can't exist anymore. And as a result, we're supposed to be the example of what will ultimately be in the new heavens and the new earth, and when Christ finally comes and consummates the kingdom. Yeah. But in the meantime, the the conflict that exists is will be between believers and non-believers but not because the believers are you know out seeking it yeah. seeking it but yeah. because the unbelief and it's it's basically what we preached on throughout the whole series in first peter mm. you know was that there there was this there's this persecute uh, persecution level type of of conflict that exists so um yeah, yeah you, I mean, you said um, you were you were looking at Isaiah nine, and you were talking about all the names of names of, uh, of well, we we would say nine, names of Christ. Yeah, um, you know, the, uh, uh, and I just I made a note there that you have this great emphasis on on eternal peace. Yeah, and I don't remember if you said those words eternal peace, but that was my takeaway from those those words. Did that was that on your mind? Is that the that you may not have peace in this world. Um, but you will have peace forever. He yeah, actually, is the Prince yeah, of Peace. Yeah, I actually did use the term eternal peace. Um, it, you know, because because to me, and I think, you know, I don't know why uh, why uh, my sights were set on the United Nations so, so profoundly in this. Cause I well, did. it's quite a contrast, though, to think what their mission is and what, what, what God's mission in Christ was. Yeah. That, that, that they're not the same mission, for, not the same – Peace mission exactly, and 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 because you know what 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 we often think of when we talk about uh, you know when we when we you know when what people often think about when they pray prayers re- regarding peace and when they you know use terms like you know I'm hopeful for world peace or whatnot and 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 we get I mean. We get them on the back of the prayer cards. I mean, I, the back of the prayer cards that we we collect. They, 
probably at least once a month somebody's praying for some level of world peace. And, and it's not to say we shouldn't pray for the end of like right. wars in the Ukraine. We should. We absolutely should be praying for those things. But but like you said, the totality of the gospel is not the societal changes, right? And and the societal changes can be an outgrowth of what the gospel is, but it's not the totality of the gospel because the gospel's peace deals with the heart level, yeah. soul, um, and the sin and the shame that, that we... And I think that's been a crit- criticism, and I, I'd take that criticism f- all day long. People have criticized the kind of the evangelical you know, Christians saying you've made it all too, all personal and you haven't really done anything with corporate responsibility. Yeah. And so they're saying, no, it needs to be this. And, and I say, well, I don't think the – I would say the, the statement's not mutually exclusive. Yeah. I'm just saying that, that if you're trying to make the gospel of Jesus Christ the reason he came to be all about social transformation, I think you've gotten a, a you, you you forgot the first step yeah it's the pendulum has swung f- you know too far i yeah. mean there is a relational social aspect but it's an aspect right it's not the it's, it's an not, outgrowth it's an outgrowth it's it's not the centerpiece or um you know the the it's not the beginning point for for yeah. sure because if if the beginning point is societal change then it becomes charitable works. You know, it's not much different than you yeah. know, the United Way or you know any other organizations that do that humanitarian do efforts. Yeah. Efforts, and, and that's nothing. And those are great, and it's it's not good. Take anything away, but world for, hunger is a real issue, and you don't have to be a Christian to address world hunger. Yeah, and, and you mentioned things like sex trafficking and and you know the 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 exploitation of of workers and and racial and and economic injustices and systemic things, and you even mentioned you know locally affordable housing crisis all things that the church and christians should be a part of but not as the total the total end of their their yeah. mission right yeah again not to say those aren't important but that's not the total end of what we're about and if we yeah. don't have the right starting point that's the problem if we don't have the right starting point then we become just another Charitable, charitable organization or humanity. and yeah, those great great doing great things yeah but without the we sort of cut the heart out of it yeah and that's a great way to put it you cut the heart out of it i mean and, and it, that's a that's a, a different animal so you, you mentioned some things that kind of were cutting room floor type things already but were there other things that you would would have woven into the message uh, especially as you start thinking about advent and and the christmas season i mean there are a lot, just a lot of different ways you can go when you're talking yeah. about this concept of God's peace. Yeah, I can't think of any right now other than what I mentioned a few moments ago that that were that were a big cutting room floor. I mean, I I, I did find myself realizing that I'm yeah we had a full Sunday and so Beautiful. we had a, we had a lot of things to pack in and I was I was I was seeking to to make it a, a shorter than usual message and I did not do it so. <laughs> It's hard to do, man. It, I mean, it, 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 I, and I and 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 I, I mentioned this before we started recording. I, you know, I thought it was a. I thought your message was very powerful and really led very um, 
profoundly into the the sacrament of the Lord's Supper because yeah. you talked about this one of the the one of the elements that you brought out as it was um, as, as you were kind of weaving together the idea of peace and um, relational reconciliation was this concept that people are now part of this this family and uh, and I and I really appreciated the, the idea or the con the, the way you addressed that the concept of family for some people is very painful. Yeah. You know, you, you, you talked about some of the, the, you know, you contrasted your own kind of Rockwellian sort of upbringing mm. with the concept that's not the, that's not the, that's not the experience of a lot of people, yeah. but the, the peace that Christ offers is a better family, a renewed family. And then bringing that to kind of That was actually surprising. That was a, it was a surprising I mean I knew that that Ephesian that that middle section that was 11 and 12 or so had those verses in there because I I think about that in membership classes and yeah. I think about that all the time being part of the household of God, no longer foreigners and strangers. But it was surprising at that 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 I Sort of gave that amount of real estate to in in the sermon to that was that, that just was that just one of those Holy Spirit kind of movement things you no, had I, I had notes on notes on that but I th- I do well I I went beyond my notes on that yeah. so, in that but I did have some notes on it I, I wanted to at least develop that because it was it was there and it was kind of building to that and had some implications from that so I wanted to spend it but it was I was really thought I would be more on this you know you were at peace with God because of the forgiveness of sins. And less on the as a result of that we we become one unified family. Mm. So that was a that was a surprising uh, benefit. And and of course you know once I once I committed to it, then you then you have a little fun with it, and mm-hmm. you know you get to be figure out which one of these is the you know, all the the family dynamic, which one to use the talker, and which yeah. one to use the argue arguer, and which yeah. one to use the weird, weird uncle. Yeah, but it was a great way to to in a very you know, obviously a very biblically uh, appropriate way to. Um, carry into the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. You know, oh, the, the unity of the, well, you, of the supper. Because you, you talked about it. You talked about it as the family meal, yeah. which is you know a concept that that people have played with from time to time. But I don't know that the 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 broader congregation really twigs about that, that element yeah. of it. Right? I mean, it yeah. is there. It, Paul Sewich is great about that. Yeah, every really now is. and then he'll say something like, "And now." It's time for supper. Yeah, I invite you to supper. Yeah, you know, and I love that. I, yeah, I do too. And 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 I think um, it's a, a fully appropriate concept, especially as you think, because you know, when we're when we're setting up the table, you know, there are so many wonderful, powerful, deep images. Yeah. You know, whether it's you know the family meal kind of concept, whether it's the you know the the Thanksgiving, joy, Thanksgiving, whether it's the joyful, joyful feast, feast, you yeah. know, whether you're looking forward to the eternal banquet, uh, you know, that in the second coming, the second advent of Christ. It was just all these different things. And and, and the church historically has called the sacrament different things, you know, mm-hmm. from Eucharist, which highlights the Thanksgiving part, communion, mm-hmm. which highlights that unity with, with God yeah. and with one another, uh, the Lord's Supper, which highlights the historic reality of it. So there's just all these different things. And I thought that was one of the the things I did not do because, because again, we're recording this. I did in the... 8, 15, and 10, 30, because it's live and the sacrament is right there. I did not weave in the sacrament at the end of the message because I'm recording it yeah. you know, independent yeah. of, of all of that that's happening, and, and that's one of the downsides of that um, you know, kind of process. 
So, so the word to those listening is make sure to come to church live and in person. It's well, it just I said you know I said this to somebody the other day. So I said this to somebody the other day who um, who you know watched the service online. I said, well, I'm glad that you know you appreciate. You know sure. they were they were giving me words of encouragement. I said, well, I'm glad you appreciate. It. It's like it was way better at 10:30, a classic because it just you, you know it always is. It's this the at least the third time you've done it. I mean, if not the fourth or fifth or sixth time, for me it was probably the fifth time I had done it. And uh, there's still things, even in that last time, you're like, "Oh, I'm going to do uh, that. Yeah. I'm going to do this." And then when you get bodies in front of you, it's a it's a it's a game changer to have people in front of you as opposed to staring at a camera. And the flow of the service, <coughs> and, and you get and the have whole the flow of the service, which is which is. Wasn't unique. it great on Sunday? Um, Having that passage, which dealt with, and I know you didn't put as much weight on weight on this, but you still dealt with peace with 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 God, and um, and then this idea of coming together as the people of God mm-hmm. to this table wasn't it great just to see because we had a larger than usual. I didn't did. see the numbers, but we had a larger than usual attendance on Sunday, and yeah. to see them coming and coming, and ke- yeah. they kept coming down the aisles t- together to to take communion. That was that that was really. That was that was really nice. Yeah, it, yeah, we did have um, we did have a, a good 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 sized crowd in all the, in pretty much all the services, and and uh, the Lord's Supper took a lot longer than what I mean was typical for us. But but it was that's a great thing to happen, and and to be able to see people coming together yeah. with the peace of Christ for themselves and for with one another. It was it was profound. It was profound. So. Um, this week coming up, we are in uh, week number three, going to be uh, dealing with a more typical uh, Christmas passage. Yeah. And probably the most typical yeah, Christmas yeah, passage. Yeah. Shepherds. <laughs> Shepherds. <laughs> and uh, the other part of Isaiah 9, which uh, the front part of Isaiah 9. So uh, John will be back in classic. Mm-hmm. I'll be in Vine. Encourage people, if you missed this past week's Sunday or, or, or past week's messages or any one of our messages, uh, feel free to head over to fpclakeland.org. You can watch complete services. If you click the uh, worship page and the the uh, the sermon archive tab, there all sitting there and if you missed any episodes of armchair preaching uh go to go to apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher soundcloud and uh, hit the subscribe button you'll get notified when a new episode drops i'm a little i'm a little bit off today uh, i've been yeah, i've been yeah, out yeah. i've been out of pocket not you, feeling, you're smooth that, I, that, not, that's not still smooth it's still, still, still smooth, smooth but. and i'll say oh, that's a call for action and you end your podcast with that call for action i will say just to kind of circle back for just a moment <clears throat> i love that your your call for action got very specific at the end of your message yeah. where you were calling people to you know as a result of this peace that we have with christ and as a result of this peace we have within a body of christ christ um live it out you know yeah. the sacrificial serving and getting involved in all these different ways and 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 i just to emphasize to those who are listening that if there's ever a time of year when there's you dial up the intensity on helping a person out this is the time this of year that all the season of giving things you talked about uh inviting people to be a part of a worshiping community you know I, i'll tell you that the uh, no you weren't uh, feeling well the other night but the glory of christmas concert the mm-hmm. other night was just a i mean that's just a a fabulous way to to just connect people with the message of, of of Christmas through music in this case, but it's still it's the message of Christmas um, and all the calls to stand up for for people with racial and economic um, issues of our, of our day and then just to submitting to His Word. 
very practical, very uh, helpful way to to just call us to action. Yeah. So, well and this, done. And this is the time of the year. This is the time of year. Uh, if, if if to to reengage, if you haven't been engaged, to reengage, not just with your faith, um, but to reengage with the body of Christ, because there is something profound about it. Uh, being together, um, as you as you as you mentioned in your message, singing these songs together, the, these these Advent and Christmas hymns, and and uh, lighting the candles together, and just sharing that that time together. It's really great. So. Uh, just an amen to what you're saying because this is this is the time when we we can bear witness to the peace of Jesus Christ in a in a way that and in a time when people are more open to those mm-hmm. sorts of things mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. find somebody to uh, invite out to one of our to one of the worship services or Christmas Eve services which we'll talk a little bit more about in uh, future episodes but yeah. John as always thanks for hanging back. out and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, with uh, week number three of our Advent series, uh, Peace on Earth. John, thank you again, and uh, we'll see everybody next time.